Hey, how's it going? It's Adam here, and I'm back in New York. I got back from Florida, and uh, that was fun. I did some, you know, caught a couple sharks and some other fish, and I also did some sunbathing, a little bit of, a little bit of other stuff too. Nothing, nothing sinful really. I know I feel like a lot of people go to Florida and they do like sinful stuff but I just I just did mostly like non-sinful stuff of course I was there visiting my parents which is you know about the not the most non-sinful thing you can do but but still I, I I like to think that I still wouldn't have uh done that sort of thing even if my parents weren't there you know because I'm a married man and uh you know, I was I, I heard some stories recently about about married folks and I just it just blows my mind that people are still out there in twenty twenty two just like doing multiple people while they're married. It's just, and I'm I'm not even coming from a religious standpoint. It's just disgusting to me. It's like like really gross. The idea of like swapping fluids with multiple people all the time while you have like a family at home. That's 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 all I have to say about that, I guess. Anyway, I'm uh I'm looking forward to this uh this NASCAR race in Atlanta this weekend. I think it might be that it, 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 it it's okay Atlanta just recently redid the surface of the racetrack and it's now uh they raised the embankment I don't know how many degrees but a certain amount and they also I, I heard uh some commotion about the idea that it's going to be similar to racing at Daytona, but I don't know if that's, I, I don't know if I'm out of line for saying that. We'll have to see, but it's pretty exciting that it's going to be a unique race to begin with. And NASCAR has been pretty unique this year anyway, because it's, there's been like a lot of, you like commotion around these new cars and stuff like that. It seems like they're uh, a little bit harder to drive than the cars they've been driving. So I, I I think it's an exciting year so far. But anyway, again, if you want to comment on anything I have to say, AmericanMetalIM at gmail.com. And uh, you can you can send your hate mail there. Yeah, like I'm giving you a, a, like a, like a, like the address to send hate mail to me. You don't even have to tweet at me. You can just send it directly to my inbox. Say, hey, here's why I hate you. And there you go. You know, that's that's about the best thing anyone can offer someone, I think. But you won't do it because, because people just want to talk about hating people. They don't want to actually, like, confront anyone. So that's, that's the way of the world nowadays, I guess. But anyway, I... I've been thinking a lot about uh, my top five favorite heavy metal albums. 
you know, this is a heavy, this is supposed to be a heavy metal podcast. I know I get onto other stuff sometimes. Well, actually, you, most of my episodes are are pretty short and they're pretty to the point. But they're, I, I want to get more toward something where it's enjoyable to listen to. Or what I, 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 I want, I want to, I want to, I want you guys to have like a good experience listening to what I have to say. I don't want to ramble on too much about my opinions on, on like, you know, Hollywood movies and whatnot. But uh, I still want to talk about, you know, stuff going on in my life, but not too much, you know. And I'm 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 sort of rambling again here, but that's that's where I'm at with this. Um, I hope uh, I hope I get some responses from you, and hopefully there's responses. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, I was thinking about my top five favorite heavy metal albums, and uh, you know what? I'm not even gonna look at any list I've written down, or because I haven't written down any list. I'm uh, I'm not even gonna look on any internet like platforms to see some albums I might have missed. I'm just going to name the top five favorite albums of all time for me right off the top of my head. So here we go. This is uh, in no particular order. And number five. Tomb of the Mutilated. Yeah. Okay. All right. Never mind. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cannibal Corpse, Tomb of the Mutilated. Uh, there's a lot of things I like about this album. It had a lot of great death metal songs. Maybe, I mean, in my opinion, it has maybe three or four of the greatest death metal songs that have ever been written. And, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, Hammer Smash Face. Uh, Addicted to Vaginal Skin, I think, was on that album. Uh, and those are two. Like I said, I'm going off the top of my head here. And uh, that that's a great album. The album cover is great, too. It's like a... From what I remember, it's like a zombie guy, like, like eating out a zombie girl's, like, you know, private parts. And, and you know, it, it's pretty... It's pretty cool if you're like a horror fan or if you're a fan of zombies for real, you know, not like, not like, like I feel like some people are a fan of zombie movies, but they don't want to see like the real graphic stuff. And that's kind of, it's like, so you're not really a fan of zombie apocalypse stuff if you don't want to see graphic stuff. And that's okay, whatever. But there you go. Too many mutilated. And, uh, the next one that comes to mind is, uh, I think, Horacle from In Flames. Now, that album, front to back, was, like, just amazing. There's nothing wrong at all with the whole album. It's just excitement from start to finish. And then, uh, 
pretty sure the last song on the album was that that cover, uh, Everything Counts by Depeche Mode. They covered that song, and I think that's the last song on the album. And uh, it's just, you know, it, and they did it like in the same recording style and everything as the rest of the album. So, so when I was a kid, I thought that song was like a was like an inflamed song, you know, and when I would, and then like later in life when I looked it up, I, I found out that it was a cover and I was like, oh wow, this, this is a Depeche Mode cover. I didn't know that because I had never listened to Depeche Mode that much when I was younger and everything, but that was, that was surprising to find out. And you know what? I listened to some Depeche Mode since then and you know, it's not bad. It's it's not metal, and but you know I I, I have a soft spot for uh, pop and other types of music like that. So <laughs> I know that a lot of death metal fans would be like appalled by that statement, but I I do myself whatever whatever whatever. Okay, you know what I. Yeah, you know, I'm going to get some help from the internet now. Because my next, my next pick is uh, Overkill, Under the Influence. And there's a bunch of songs on there I like that I can't remember the names of. So, there you go. But just remember, I, I remember the, the album title. But, I mean, come on. Come on. You, again, AmericanMetalIM at gmail.com. If you have problems with anything I have to say. Or any method of work that I'm doing. So, I mean, I mean, come on. You, you take a bus. You know. <laughs> if anyone knows who, what that's from, that's, then you know. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, Overkill, Under the Influence, had Hello from the Gutter. Which is one of the greatest thrash metal songs ever written. It also had, uh, you know, Brain Fade and uh, a couple other songs that were that were great. Um, but uh, I seen Overkill at the Penny Arcade in Rochester one time, and it was one of the greatest performances I've ever seen as far as thrash metal goes. And in a lot of ways, like when you think about like the the big four of thrash metal like they you they did back in the two thousands with I think it was Metallica, Slayer, Anthrax, and Megadeth. And uh like man, it's too bad there wasn't like a big seven or eight, you know? Cause I mean like Overkill, Testament, uh, you know, Exodus, um, uh, you know, a bunch of other bands could have been easily put up with those bands if you actually would have just listened to their songs. You know, cre Creator, like Creator is like one of the best thrash metal bands of all time. If you would just listen to their songs 
they've come out with a lot of great uh, albums, even in recent years. I listened to, I think I might have even talked about it on this podcast back when I was actually doing it years ago. Uh, they had they had this album from uh, a few years ago. Uh, let me look it up. I'm pretty sure the album I listened to was Gods of Violence from 2017. And that was a great album. I would recommend listening to that for sure. So, anyway, what what do I got left? Two two albums that I have to, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, I've done three so far. I gotta do two more. Um, You know what's funny is I don't even know what my favorite is. I'm doing like a top five here. Uh, okay. I'm going to be a fanboy here and say... Uh, oh boy. I'm going to go Metallica. And I know this is a controversial pick. But... Sorry, I'm, I'm doing this from my garage. And there's cars going by. Sorry about that. But anyway. This is uh, a controversial pick, but... And Justice for All. Probably number two for me. Now, for a lot of reasons. I think it's technically the best album Metallica ever did. Like, like as far as, like, the level of playing ability you need to play the songs that they played on that album is, like, really good. Especially for the time. It was 1988 and... Just there weren't that many people doing that, unless I mean, obviously in death metal there was people doing stuff like that, you know. But it's crazy that there was a band playing arenas that was doing these songs, and and like, I mean, you can go on and on about Metallica when it comes to that kind of stuff, but but yeah, uh, Injustice for All, that was that was Metallica's album. That really set them over the top. I know a lot of people said, say the the Black Album, but Metallica really became a a huge band because of Injustice for All, and rightfully so. There's just just front to back great album. And number one, it's not really number one. And again. This this list is going to change tomorrow because I'm going to think of something else that I thought of, you know. I didn't even have Amount of Marth on this list, which is probably my, who I think is the greatest heavy metal band of all time. But uh, anyway, number one, I'm going to go with Hate Breeder from Children of Bodom. Uh, just a great album. The, the whole album sounds like one long, amazing song. And... Uh, you know, when I used to listen to it at work and stuff, I, 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 I could just listen to that whole album front to back and not even feel like any time had passed. So I got to go with that. Um, obviously, uh, it has Downfall, which is, I, I would say it's my favorite Children of Bodom song. It's hard to say what your my favorite Children of Bodom song is, because Bodom is. I mean, you know, Merle would 
laugh at me right now if you hear me talking right now because he knows that they're probably my favorite band of all time, even though I like a lot of bands and I could call a lot of bands my favorite band of all time. But uh, when I saw Bodum uh, in Rochester back when I was like 20 years old, it was like the most mind-blowing thing I'd ever seen in my life. And at the time anyway, you know, I, I think it's still up there. You know, when I saw Mayhem at the Montage Music Hall, I think that was, that might've been better, but that's the only, I mean, Mayhem at, in any facet is a tough thing to, to compete with. But other than that, Bodum was definitely the, the best band I ever seen live. Uh, and it's and that's hard too because I saw them in a small venue. I seen a lot of bands in a big venue that might have been better in a small venue, but who knows? Anyway, Downfall is a great song. Warheart uh, was the opening track of the album, and that's one of my favorite songs by them. You know, Silent Night, Bodum Night is obviously like one of the songs that they would always come out to at their live shows. And, uh, and then, you know, there was, uh, you know, on the deluxe edition of the album, they had the cover of Aces High from Iron Maiden, which is a pretty good cover. You know, it's not, it's not Bowden's best cover. My favorite Children of Bowden cover is, I don't know, maybe Talk Dirty to Me or Hell is for Children. You know, Talk Theory Me was originally done by Poison. Uh, Hell is for Children was originally done by Pat Benatar, I believe. And, uh, let's see, they, they did that CCR song, too, uh, Looking Out My Back Door. That was pretty good. That that was a good cover. Actually, actually that was a really good cover, I think. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's not for everyone. But... Anyway, that's my top five favorite albums on what's today today. Uh let me let me look at my watch. Three eighteen. March eighteenth, two thousand twenty two. Those are my top five favorite albums. I'm gonna do this again in a year maybe. And uh we'll see what they are then. And uh maybe you can send me yours, you know, and then we can we can discuss it. And I can tell you how wrong you were. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I just... I don't know. Anyway, uh, get a hold of me. AmericanMetalIM at gmail.com And I'll see you later. Everyone here is so Thank you.